Welcome to the New Space India podcast, a bi-weekly talk show that exclusively captures insightful conversations with people contributing to advancement of space activities in India. The New Space India podcast is pleased to announce our association with Dassault Systems, a global leader in providing business and people with collaborative virtual environments to imagine sustainable innovations. Dassault Systems Solutions supports startups, small and medium-sized enterprises, and original equipment manufacturers in developing disruptive solutions for space launchers and satellite propulsion. Recently, a supply chain digitization study with Dassault Systems was conducted to provide a foundational understanding of the supplier landscape in the Indian space ecosystem. Please use the link in the description to download the public white paper of the results of this study which will also give you a perspective on how ready Indian suppliers are to enter the global space market. Welcome to yet another episode of the New Space India podcast. We are very lucky to have Professor R.M. Vasagam here with us today. He joined ISRO in 1965 as an engineer and then went on to become the project director of Apple, which is India's first experimental geostationary satellite. He then went on to become the director for the Directorate of Advanced Technology and Planning Division at ISRO headquarters. Thank you so much, sir, for taking time to talking with us today and welcome to the show. You're most welcome. I think it is better to share our experiences. Okay. You've had a long and illustrious career at ISRO starting from the 60s. It might have been a very fun time when you thought about becoming an engineer who who did something in the space sector. So tell us a little bit about what was your formative years like and what actually got you into space? Yeah, you, know, you see, I, it was actually when I joined engineering, there were out of 600 students in the high school no, who were my batchmates and then who went to the pre-university. It is almost one half of the pre-degree. Then we have to take another pre-engineering followed by four years undergraduate. Not the current integrated program that came later. So the first two years are common. All, all branches we have to sit together. And then the last two years in the four-year program, we have to, to go for the branching. So the kind of things, you know, which were happening at that time, as you rightly said, 1957, the Sputnik launch, and also the subsequent, uh, the, uh, you know, Yuri Gagarin's flight, land flight, that was the thing which was happening. All over, of course, in those days, you know, there was no television, no internet, nothing. So we have to only read the newspapers. And I was uh, fortunate to study at Coimbatore PhD College of Technology, one of the very reputed institute globally, not alone in India. And there the, you know, the our principal, Dr. G.R. Damodaran, he was planning to bring nuclear engineering. I was also interested in going into that program. Otherwise, the space was just coming. Then in my third year BE time, I actually had gone to, you know, Sivakasi, the kind of, you know, the printing industry you are familiar, you know, all the calendars of the world class are being made there and the printing technology was just coming. 
and i was uh, summer training i was there and the important thing is the minutest details which they have to follow to make a perfect product even debates uh, you know calendars are being made there so this kind of thing i think will be astonished to know and the kind of thing what to happen we had one person from uh, the you know the group of people three or four 75 years of tata uh, iron steel or you know 50 years golden jubilee that time they visited our campus and we were in study holidays and then the our principal wanted some of us to meet them it was informal you know campus selection kind of we didn't know and at that time they asked you know the, even though they are from steel plant and they were, were perfectly doing everything but the way they asked the questions and probing nearly one hour each you know you are all went through and at that time the uh, person who asked you know guy was always uh, standing getting the prizes in the general knowledge competition everywhere so he asked what is the, what do you mean by general knowledge i said a little bit of everything but the vital bit okay you tell me what is the most important thing in the last one week budget had come and you are smoking a cigarette so i said you must have already started paying more so everybody laughed but you know the kind of way we were interacting with them finally asked would you be interested in joining tata iron steel we will make you mr steel the, the 18 months you graduate in a training and then you will be accepted all over the world but we will make you work and blossom with us so this is the kind of thing you know openings at that time and when i but at that time i saw the kind of thing you know previous evening they had shown the satyajitra movie about the tata iron steel plant the women carrying the iron ore the bamboo basket on their head i had seen that thing i said it looks that you know you are mixing most advanced technology and also the kind of backward ness of india combined together in that place but i want to specialize in automatic controls so that that was my passion i said oh yes yes we have a place for people like you also you know so that is the kind of thing you know but i was having the passion for automatic controls and that is how i ended up in the space and when i was interviewed for joining later of iit madras you know i went for my masters at that time in automatic controls and then i control systems and subsequently when i even before completing my masters uh, the interview for the incospar indian national committee for outer space research came in world yacht club office of botanical office, office bombay we were interviewed 14 member committee with sarabhai as chairman professor hideo takawa university of tokyo institute of space and astronautical science and the institute of industrial science and we were actually and sesetna ramana everybody was there and finally after one hour of interview i was asked to wait outside they said i have been selected you go and take your lunch and come back so i you know just world yacht club you know the place so after after that we went out and then came back you know a three hour serious meeting started with itokawa and that sarabhai 
and two or three other people about what you are going to do in four years. It is in 1965, July end, and in the next four years from then, 1969, India has to launch its own launch vehicle carrying its own Indian-made satellite into orbit and track and operate. So I said my plans to go to you know I had Wisconsin, also Minnesota, many other places. I had my you know applications had gone, and I was also getting selected. But I said if I want to do something, to do practically implement everything, this is the place. So that is how I moved to Kumba. So this is what I would say. How you know momentary things happen in your life. and that makes a whole career you know for three decades four decades so this is what i think i, I am telling everybody also and if i had gone to either minnesota or any other place i would have been maybe one more good engineer you know working for some american company there maybe say control data corporation or any one of those big things you know but uh, the thing is we won't be somebody who are at the decision making point so that is the big opportunity emerging in early 60s and you know as i said even in my engineering joining that was the first time the state government made the government selection not with written like cet but it is interview so the five member committee they will be sitting in different rooms they will ask probing questions separately you know and then finally they will combine the marks and then they will uh, give the final result state wise in my district only 39 seats 900 seats for the entire tamil nadu at that time and i was one among the persons who joined so opportunities of this kind you know you will have to really be unless you have passion you won't be interested in joining these kind of things so i was fortunate to join in this kind of program when it was just in the budding stage fascinating and what was the environment like when you started out as an engineer i can imagine that there is not much of equipment or any kind of technical support or anything that you had you know given that you were one of the pioneers who actually were involved in putting everything together in a small team So tell us a little bit about what was the environment like you know what was you know your colleagues like and how did you actually start out building out everything from ground up uh, you see my appointment uh, order was for the control and guidance system engineer you know control and guidance system engineer of course the division was called control guidance and instrumentation division one component of that was for the uh, ground testing of rockets and flight testing of rockets instrumentation so that was also part of our divisions activity and i was uh, maybe the space science and technology you know at that time it was just started by dr sarabhai he was the first director also and there the, the you know rohini rocket building was the project assigned so we had four people selected from india and maybe about seven or eight coming from either europe or from the us and uh, including you know, dr mutnaigan uh, dr janardan rao many others joined and dr mk mukherjee 
and then we had that Vasan Gwarikar coming from uh, you know, uh, UK. So uh, the kind of people, but it was a mixed group. But the goal is to make the uh, indigenous sounding rockets. Because we had already got the French Centra sounding rockets under license production. And that was handled directly by Sethna's group in Bombay. We had rocket fabrication facility, rocket propellant plant with PVC based propellant. And the other is our own thing was we were to make our own indigenous propellant and also to do the rocket design and fly it. And it is un- maybe not guided and controlled, but it was just aerodynamically stabilized rockets. So they were to be for the single stage and multi stage rockets. So the very first job which I did was the bomb color meter. I don't know whether you are aware of those things. That is the explosive material is burned inside a pressure vessel, like our you know cookers. And there is instrumentation there. The burning rate is actually measured, and then that is electrical wires. You know they we have to embed. And with that we finally the equation will be some a a P, the P is the pressure, A is a constant, N is another index. So this has to be finally evaluated. So we used to have nearly 2,500 tests every year to come to you know, explosions after explosions, losing the rocket chambers, nozzles. And mind you, at that time, we just had only two lathes in the entire Trivandrum city. One is in the rocket fabrication facility. The rocket assembly building and another one was at the metropolitan engineers who were making actually water taps for the railways. So this, uh, this is the primitiveness of the place. Everybody clad in lungi or the dhoti and then you know they won't even have the chapels but umbrella. Students are government staff. So the primitiveness, only three theatres at that time. And Sunday morning they will put some English movies. Otherwise, there is nothing. So, this is the kind of environment with which we started, 15 kilometers from the city. So, from there, we came up in 1965-66, many people joined. Then, 1967, that Sarabhai launched the SLV feasibility study. At that time, I was sent to University of Tokyo for, you know, actually, I was to spend two years in Japan at that time. But it so happened that even before we landed there, somebody inimical to our interests, they raised havoc in Japan. The Japanese parliament questioned Professor Kagawa, and finally he left also. You know, the very first launch of Japanese, you know, indigenous rocket, Lambda 4S, was to orbit a satellite of about 10 kilograms, and that launch was a failure. And at that time we were there, and the Itokawa actually quit the job. He started his own system research institute in Gokongi, in the center of Tokyo. So that is the kind of thing against great odds we have come. Actually, whatever we are doing in the nights, we have to go to Indian embassy and then you know meet there, we'll get instruction from Bombay at that time because we are part of a Tamil department what to do and all that. So this is the kind of situation and we visited industries, many others, but the my main job of learning Japanese language 
and then building the guidance package for the first Indian launch vehicle could not materialize, except we came to see many things and then we picked up a lot of things from the Japanese industries, Mitsubishi, Nippon Electric and many others, Hitachi, many others. So this is the kind of thing, Hitachi just was entering into the integrated circuits at that time only, chemical engineers were in the process industry, many of them were there and the Mitsubishi was doing the guidance package and the Nippon Electric was doing the radar and many other things. And while doing all this, we, uh, you know, we were in the spending time in the Indian Embassy. There we saw the, you know, the one of the Dr. Rane, he was Dinkar Rane from, you know, Maharashtra, but he was in the University of Pennsylvania before joining. So he had been asked to select the you know, East Coast launching station for the thing. So we both looked at the big atlas in Oxford atlas in the Indian embassy and there we located the uh, probable place that is north of Chennai. Dr. Itagawa had given you know, clear guidelines that it has to be near sea coast, air, sea connectivity and also you know, open sea and landmass and also the population that area, launch pad area should be clear. So this is how we located that Sriyarikota island. Many people may not even know. Subsequently, okay, government clearance and then department people meeting. The south of Chennai was the Kalpakam, you know, the Indra and the Atomic Research Center is there. So that is almost similar. It is on the north side of what we are. So this is what I would say the requirement. We Whatever we want to do, the foresight with which Dr. Sarabhai moved things, that is, you know, the leapfrogging, whatever that all those, you know, catchwords are there in the dictionary, they have real life flesh and blood experience in the program in Israel. And that is how we started. And then the SLV, why it is called SLV3 also, but it is a puzzle for many. We had six configurations under study. Uh, you know, as, uh, the 10 kg, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 kg payload. And in that, the, uh, in some, you know, wrong uh, numbers are initially fed by mistake because somebody had not correctly checked, the, you know, the control system power plant weight was not accommodated. So because of that, the performance was high. So finally, the, you know, the 10 kg, 20 kg, 30 kg, everything went off. And the 40 kg became just the 20 kg, and the 50 kg one became 30, and 60 kg became 40. So in the final meeting, when Dr. Sarabhai came to Trivandrum, when it was presented, we stitched all the things which were wrong, you know, and only put the blueprints, and those days there no Xerox machine also. So the blueprints, and then we showed the things, presentation was done, and that time the 60 kg version became 40, and that is the third one which survived, so the SLV-3. So there is nothing, no connection with whether it is three-stage vehicle, four-stage, which is always a four-stage vehicle. Uh, it is a clone of a Scout in some way, because Scout was having more than 100 kg at that time. Outwardly it would look like Scout. But the scout didn't have 
you know, the performance was much higher. So, because structure factors and our propellant efficiency. So, all these are done with MINS computer. Will you believe? That is mnemonic code. And then you have to do everything in machine language, the entire program, only point mass. But subsequently, in May of 1970, myself, Dr. Rajendra Prasad, who is now in the US, and then Dr. Sirsgiri, Dr. Sarabhai interested our, our team to run the 6D program, 6D Rep Freedom. And the package, if you want to get it from PRW in those days, system engineering people, it was cost about uh, $200,000 or so, and it was not available to India at that time also. That is, uh, from the beginning, it is a denied technology, so there is no question of doing. So we sat and then wrote the entire coding. I was responsible for uh, guidance, navigation side, control system, and the aerodynamics was done by Rajan Prasad, and then doing the rest of things by Rajshashiri. So that is called SimSpace. It's all buried in the oldest documents of ISRO. And then, the but in 70, I was chosen to go to uh, join the INSAT study team at MIT Boston. I was angling again for going for higher studies in US. So Stanford and MIT Boston, I got both the places, the offer. And then I wanted to get study leave because uh, I had gone to Japan in 67. And three-year bond is there, whether it is one month or one week you are going on tour, return, you are served for three years. Otherwise, you have to pay the money back. So that time, 70, it was just over. I was ready to seek permission. That time, he said, you are going to MIT next week. Why are you talking about all this? I know your worth. You don't have to show me by earning one more degree. You see, this is the kind of thing which, you know, pushed us. In Within a week, we landed in Boston. And then, four-member team, Pramod Kale, myself, and one Shanai, and O.S. Rajan. Then we worked almost 20 hours a day, will you believe? Because the Lincoln Lab, which was supposed to be helping us, and the Center for Space, at MIT, they were actually to help us. So their side, four people, our side, four people. And we, but the Lincoln team had already launched nine satellites for the U.S. Air Force. Dr. Robert Siemens was the Air Force Secretary and the close friend of Dr. Sarawai also. And he was from MIT Aeronautics. And uh, then the Two more satellites were just getting ready in the Lincoln lab when we went there. So with that kind of thing, you know, we have to close an abysmal gap between what you are the biggest L-word carriers and the other side. The, almost you can say the people who have demonstrated their competence for US Air Force. So many missions with new and innovative ideas they had already done. So this is what I would say. The challenge is thrown at us, and I was not even at that time only 20, 24 or 25 years old at that time. So, the joining that kind of activity at that time, you know, we, we, we all below 30, you know, we were all younger fellows, and they were almost 40s and 50s. 
So this is the thing. And then Dr. Sarabhai came uh, two times to Boston, once to just on the way to go for some other meeting. And then he had a fixed appointment with McNamara, the World Bank president at that time. And he had arranged for funding. So the idea was to build the prototype in U.S., use the facilities of, uh, you know, MIT and also the JPL, and then do all the things. The prototype will be thoroughly tested and built there. And then we come back to India and then make the flight model in India at Juan. All these were lined up. And at that time, the presentation to NASA and the World Bank people was to be organized at Washington, D.C. So Dr. Sarabhai had come. Then Jerome B. Wiesner was the president of MIT at that time, provost. And he said, Vikram, will you be around at that time? Then the presentation said, you know, these boys will take care. See the kind of thing which you have to get from a person. That word is, you know, that makes you so much, you know, committed to your job and then outperform his expectation. That is outperforming the expectation. That is what I would say. The way he got the best of everybody was using that kind of way of handling people. Everybody has a use and he will extract the maximum out of everybody. So we succeeded in presenting. During that time, our government of India, you know, other departments like, in those days, the television was under the All India Radio. You know, and then 1970s, and the one Bhattacharji was the engineer in chief, and he had come, our Shanoi, the PNT people, then we had the uh, people from the Metrology, all people, you know, secretary level people had come for the Washington presentation. But during that presentation, the way we, the Lincoln people said, you know, MIT, they said, you make the presentation, you depend, because you have been part of the design team. So, that is in five months what all we did. You know, it is an acquisition of maybe decades of hard learning. It has just rectified in a very, very short time of 150 days kind of numbers. So, this is what I think you will have to see. Experiential learning, all this tall talk which is being given in every every continent and even including the you know Washington Accord and many other places, city in India, that doesn't mean anything. Because you are thrown a challenge, you will somehow succeed, and the expectation is so high that you have to succeed. So this is what I think we did, and then but finally what happened? The anticlimax came. The, the Bangladesh war, you know, we had the thing at that time. So the, you know, government, uh, government of India, Madam Gandhi had come there for UN meeting. She came to Washington DC. At that time, the, you know, Nixon was president. The madam was uh, on one side. So there is a tea on the lawns of White House, but they don't even see face to face. And then finally, when she came out, Washington Press Club, she uh, went and then somebody asked, okay, what India will do? Uh, India will do whatever is right for them. That's all. No other you know, explanation, nothing. Immediately after her coming back, she started the 
whole thing that is the we had the division of pakistan into two okay whatever was east pakistan became bangladesh and even during that time some of the activities at tuwaram which were actually the uh, you know the rockets which were sounding rocket kind of things small ones 125 mm and all that 12 km range that was used by border security force so that sarawai had that way of networking with whoever is a likely user everybody you know for him nation first that he managed it very very nicely and he will be one of our others that is delivering things not just you know speeches and that kind of thing so action was speaking for him but after we lost him again in 1971 and you know in december and at that time the problem of you know we it was just an infant organization at that time we were almost like uh, you know under the atomic energy the contingency budget for atomic energy was the money equivalent which we were getting maybe few crores in a year so the numbers were not even more than about 200 entire activity of space including the physical research lab and all and uh, physical research lab was like witness uh, for bringing up the space program so the atomic energy gave the money through pr so my even my appointment order was through the physical research lab so this kind of things all got changed the once the atomic energy that setna said we don't want to have any further things with space people let them go so atomic energy is got separated and professor this davan with a lot of you know the conviction and all that i think the approach team he agreed finally to come after seven eight months and that is how we got uh, so satish davan as the chairman to succeed dr sarabhai sarabhai was the chairman of atomic energy commission also handling the isr which came up in the name you know in 1969 the prl found that it is difficult for them scientists to actually the governing council felt it is difficult to evaluate the engineering work so you better have a separate system that is how the they may be most deserving people so we don't want to do injustice to them so that is how the isro was born and then we had almost like csr model we had the whole thing and then the entire thing got changed in the after satish down took over space commission was formed we had all the units of isro at tuwanram bangalore many other things you know they were all actually at that time only tuwanram and ahmedabad only had the units nothing more but then the satellite activity got moved to bangalore the launching activity to grow the east coast launching station and the facilities like propellant plant and all the other things came up in the static test facility many other things are put up at uh, sri harikota so all this was going in a in a very fast pace and during that time only the sle was projectized of sadidan took over it became a project so this is how the thing started then i was asked to go to trivandrum uh, i returned back from us and then for 7 8 months i was ramdavat then our dr bram prakash became chairman of the director of the professor of space center 
I Prabhu Davan asked me to go to Trivandrum. So there I worked as almost, you can say, the program planning and evaluation group with the system engineering group of people to support the director's office. So I was to head that one. Earlier Dr. Rane was given that responsibility, but he moved out to computers. So I got the whole thing. The entire thing will come to us. Whether whatever decision the final director makes, of course, he will say, I have listened to you. Okay, uh, now I will make my decision. He will tell. But sometime I used to work even up to 11, like 11, 11.30. And he was staying at the scientist hostel at Juventus. Madam Prampras was the principal of Birla School at Bombay. She didn't move. So the kind of things, you know, he had hectic pace of activity. And then at that point, only they asked whether what is so great about the you know, geosynchronous uh, vehicle, the big rockets. The SLU was just, you know, as I said, uh, at the most out, outwardly to look like a scout only. So beyond that, I think it didn't have capacity. Maybe 100 kilogram itself was difficult. We converted that into ASLU with the few more stuff ones. Even then, it is 135 kg only. But our goal was to put a communication satellite of the kind which we did, the study which we did at MIT, 2,500 kg in the transfer orbit and 1,300 kg in the geosynchronous orbit with UHF TV, uh, you know, six channels broadcasting to the whole country. So this is the kind of thing we Atlas Center class vehicle is required in India. And that time only the, the study group was formed. I was engineer SD, you know, that is the second first position and I joined was engineer SC. That is the entry level. The first promotion I was in SD only. So during that time I had a team of seven people. We did, the study was done in about eight months. 350 ton takeoff mass, 350 crore investment including infrastructure. And then it will have solid, the storable liquid, and also the cryogenics. And it is called a cellular synchronous. It also embedded the, the polar sun synchronous launch capability. And also the strap-ons which were used there were, were the solid, solid rockets. And the storable was almost similar to what we have now, the Vikas engine, you know, that is UDMH and 204 kind of thing. So this, when we were doing all the study and presenting to Space Commission, so they approved the liquid rocket program. That is how the Vikas beginnings were made, you know. Our interests were mutually beneficial for France and India. So we got some links built and the umbrella agreement with France and India. That is no particular project, but the projects were coming out of this umbrella agreement. So that is how we got the, you know, the Viking technology transfer with no money transfer. 75 man years and also 8,000 pressure transducers because I was involved in developing transducers in the beginning, as I said, the rockets 2,500 tests every day. Every year we have to complete and we will lose so many transducers each time explosions. So we have to make it and that is the kind of thing which helped us to earn the confidence of French people to enter that work to India. So this is all you must understand.
that you know from hand to earth existence with a very almost like a contingency budget provision we built up the initial phase and then subsequently we have grown with the additional investment and all later so this is what i would say that the sle synchronous report even i don't even have a copy now it was six volumes so the vehicle survey the you know mission analysis and then the baseline vehicle design then the development cycle and then the you know the actual profile of development funding funding profile and also the final thing was the other national needs application application for national needs including maybe you know dedicated communication satellites or navigation satellites for many other uses like aeronautical communication maritime communication navy air force army all kind of things are part of that report so the kind of thing you know in few months seven people all you know carrying elbow only that's why i'm telling sometimes ignorance is a bliss you can dare to dream do things as you like that is what i think it has happened so subsequently the but the thing is the milestones which were envisaged by dr sarabhai in the decade profile what we call it as 10 year profile he wrote it in 1970 beginning at that time the 79 there will be a long range radar and also a geosynchronous vehicle so we couldn't complete the synchronous vehicle at that time but the apple project as you rightly said i was fortunate to head that project in 77 onwards that was yeah one of the one component of the uh, 10 year profile got materializing in 79 80 itself so this is a free launch opportunity of arian where you are actually doing lot of work in the 79 year program also that kind of opening and then the, you must understand that japan went through six launches including some failures with board many other people as advisors from us and the delta vehicle which came from the mcdonnell douglas all those things the six missions they fail 135 kg initial capacity then 350 kg like that they built up but ours was straight away we went for the three axis stabilization and the carbon fiber antenna driven deployment solar panels and the control system with all the movement of wheel and you know all the earth and sun sensors everything and one the indian made system and one backup will be space qualified from intelsat heritage so the same person who is actually developing the indian system also will manage the procured item but our technical insight what i would say we never cloned or copied anything from what we bought we had our own designs which are going in parallel and the other you know extreme stress people are working you know and in 3 days i have sent people abroad for uh, testing certification or sometimes you know yellow fever vaccination to be sent to african countries or you know south america so these kind of things you know no time and we didn't have any internet at that time because internet was not even born you know 1981 it came so this was something only the landline 8 hours you had to wait for booking a call the overseas communication thing and then you finally call will mature 
and then you have to communicate and no fax at that time also that also you must remember so this is the kind of thing in around in which 30 months a brand new satellite which will be a sandwich passenger one meter sat on top and one cat module technology capsule module of the italians at the bottom in between he had 2 meter cube volume and then 600 kg mass available to us all our dreams are to package in that one and then we have to realize the goal and 21 crore and i had 2500 people working for me and that was of course one solar panel didn't deploy that was giving nightmare in the sense that people which is almost like continuous babysitting because in four months in a year we used to have scintillation problem vhf communication links and that also the command has to and then the body because the thermal management was difficult with one panel not opening we had to so you know do the rotisserie maneuver what we call slow rotation or pitch rotation it is called everything was innovated and done so this is what i would say till 80s what all i went through you know it is so much of uh, things that we have pushed through and then eventually i headed the avionics at trivandrum and also at uh, isro satellite center i was advanced technology planning also i handled all the missions which you are now talking aditya and you know going to moon and uh, even the venus and all the mars and other things everything was conceived in that time with our own vehicle that is derived out of the geosynchronous launch vehicle study the modules which are coming high performance modules they can be grouped for different missions so this is what i think modular high performance vehicle so the but it is solid liquid and cryo cryo was at that time in 70 itself we conceived the need so it is not as if it has come yesterday or tomorrow so this where i think the if we had wise in wise run up and invested at that time infrastructure cost would have come down drastically maybe technical difficulties would have been still there because we are not having enough knowledge of all those things but we would have done two decades earlier whatever mission we are now talking about. so including the gaganyaan whatever we are talking now all these things are all the you know previous century activities so this i think we have missed by not investing at that time but the, as you say the national priority you know depending on what they feel it is worth going so we took uh, telecommunication national telecommunication including satellite including satellite component we also had the meteorology component then we have the you know natural resource monitoring these were the two major goals around that we conceived payloads and then around that we build the satellites around that we build the launch vehicle requirements and infrastructure but this came to yeah, sometime halt when uh, you know mgk manan was the member science and the planning commission and our manmohan singh was the deputy chairman of the planning commission at that time so the he actually stopped all the funding in eight, mid 80s our seventh fire plan whatever he had asked only 40% uh, only was released then the balance will be on need base 
there is zero based budgeting so very nice words you know magnamara you know he introduced that word zero based but here we are facing the wrath of the funding people because funds are flowing from the user departments through the planning commission it is collected and then pooled and then given to isro or the department of space as managing agents so that structure was convenient for government so the but the thing is the allocations to those people also got curtailed so your goals will be stretched so there is a programmatic approval for 10 years but the project approval will depend on the funds availability so this where i think the when the zero waste thing came they said balance money for the previous plan we will give next plan suppose we scrap the entire space program what happens we have only the space services what happens you borrow satellites service from outside you borrow satellite also from outside you know least satellite transponder we are doing now also and then if you have satellite uh, alone approved in india including ground system then the launch vehicle so never justify anything in the name of national security or defense it has to be from the grassroots level user who is the common you know users of the country so 20 at that time it was 28 state governments and the 18 central government departments they were to be specifically coming and then presenting their needs to us now to us means to the planning commission because we were actually the depending our position so this time i had the most difficult job of you know convincing the need for building the launch vehicle in india why we have to have launch vehicle so that time the nitin desai you may be hearing his name he is a road scholar kanwar or somebody you know as his father maharashtra cm long back and such a nice economist so he one man committee he toured everywhere and then i have to accompany him to two three centers and then he will quiz and then he will find you know why hcl we went so there is a big moscow on being assembled so we have the you know 3d coordinate machine which is actually measuring the things with the laser beams and then checking the accuracy so the technician he will just go and ask you know what other use you will find you know, he will put immediately you know the helicopter blade i can measure the same thing there also so like that you know the people at the working level whether they have understood and absorbed the culture of working for space that is the test which we passed i am telling all this because and then the machines which are imported for the you know five axis cnc and this and that contacts davan wanted us to you know mantosh sondi who was industry secretary at that time earlier he was in the audi tank factory so that person he asked to come and then see the mother you know hmt was under his command so why can't we make this kind of machines for the high precision machines for our own needs for atomic energy space and you know including defense so the idea of you know people having long range vision at the same time maturity of mind i think they were available 
and in spite of all that okay the delays happen that is different but now i think the very recently you might have heard all the you know we are opening up space right even maybe i don't know when you are born maybe 1980s i don't know but basically what i am telling the kind of uh, you know motivation and passion with which we work it is always like this so i have been later you know gone to avionics we have miniaturized at that time the fpga was just in the offing in the entire world field program get arrays and one lebanese born scientist who went to us and then he was in the fairchild semiconductor and subsequently he came out and then intel then he started his own company that is actel that name i think you must see in the 80s so that time it is actually fuse link uh, you know you cut the fuse link last three layers you make your particularized circuits so this uh, with this what we achieved i will tell you to one uh, that the entire avionics package which was close to almost about 450 kg got reduced to less than 70 kg by this technique and uh, unlock devices field programmable you know the gains can be set the bandwidth can be set at the launch pad earlier they used to give the numbers well in advance 7 8 months in advance so you cannot change the box at the launch pad so this is the kind of thing these are all in late 80s i am telling you not now so the kind of things which we have gone through whatever technology was emerging elsewhere surprisingly you will see only south africa and israel and ireland were buying the actel the device at that also it might be for some you know field use for the artillery and many other things so this is the kind of thing now of course you will see uh, programmable devices have come variety of things have come and uh, the 4000 uh, rca 4000 series you know cmos they are all you know bulky devices but now they are all gone back gone away so this is what i would say we have to have the determination to absorb the latest of the latest technology and experiment it in in advance without risking your mission and that i think is the key for whether it is whichever country is interested interested in joining space activities world over i think they have to do that thing first so what was interesting in also in this sense is um, was there any kind of uh, discrimination racially that you faced uh, during that time because of course you know it was a peak time of uh, all of this racial discrimination uh, movement uh, so were isro scientists affected directly by such racial discrimination one part of it the second is uh, you know you talked about how the initially the lincoln lab and you know all the studies were done with the lincoln lab but then eventually the satellite had to be flew with the french uh, with ariane and not with the americans yeah uh, you see the i would say of course it is not to make uh, there is a remarks about anybody but i would say the you know the civil especially vietnam war no it was at the peak you know that uh, the uh, people 
you know uh, students were against you know very many campuses unrest was there and mit was no exception also at that time and i think at uh, one time they let loose the police dogs on the students that uh, at that time we were in washington dc you know after the study was over we had moved there but the thing is that was the most disturbing thing and the kind of thing the response and the same thing happened in stanford university also there the mn sinivas who is a well known sociologist from india you know the remembered village one book you might have you heard about that thing he is a social you know from the social science side he had actually collected the notes for the big study for years of hard work field work all that was burned when he was in, in stanford university on a sabbatical assignment so the, finally that's why he wrote that book as remembered village you know kind of thing so there it was a big disturbance everywhere but at the same time what i would say the the indians in usa especially in the boston belt whom we used to come across uh, they say oh india is going to make a satellite oh, like that you know that is the way what i would say not necessarily believing it is actually joking that you know these are clowns who have come here you know <laughs> that type of thing that is why the cultural gap in india is much worse than in us what i would say they don't believe in us you know unless you are self confident in the country what is the use of doing all these things so that is what i think you will have to see and then they will also say that you know the our, our own secretary communication no shanai at that time he had visited godar specialization where the ats6 the site experiment you know because we were part of the team only sitting there in the godar specialization center and then he came we took him around and then you know showed all the things where the experiments were done telecom experiments and other things but he said so the who are, who others are who are who else is doing this experiment you know we are in red indian area the nasa is doing that experiment you know american that is the reservation area you know all the red indians and then brazil was actually trying wilbur sram from stanford university was coordinating but they actually didn't take precedence over us so india became the first one to do this so we are going to be the world's biggest guinea pig this is the statement which i mentioned i made you know this is what i am saying when in india there are doubting you know the people doubting about your own capability i think there are many of course you have to convince them because after all you are getting the taxpayers money and then do something so this where i think you have to see but the other side the industry in us whether it is general electric or the virtual you know where we were actually having the final uh, assembly of the uh, philco ford at that time so this was uh, one of the uh, very close to washington dc you know the final assembly of the ats6 was going on will you believe that our first insert study had also a 30 foot reflector and unfurlable almost like the umbrella just like the ats6 and then the six ch- channels for the uhf tv and multi language 
you know, in each there will be four audios. So all those things were planned at that time. So this technology was just emerging there. Not, uh, you know, on three-axis control, everything we have seen. And the Minuteman guidance computer was modified for the ATS-6 mission in geosynchronous orbit. So, uh, you know, Honeywell was doing so, Honeywell, Florida, and Minnesota people. So, we used to interact extensively with everybody. So, there is no issue. But at the same time, when we actually want to get something from Draper Lab, you know, just uh, adjacent to MIT campus only, and the Draper Lab was the Apollo guidance computer, guidance system, even the carousel navigation system for the Boeing, everything came out of their work. And they, so one day, Dr. Sauls, Bill Sauls, who was our team leader in the uh, MIT, uh, so he said, okay, we will, uh, you go and collect the thing from uh, Draper Lab. So I went in the afternoon, and you know, the world's best gyros are made there. That is, the Boston, the tide can be monitored by the fluctuation in the rate integrating gyro, and also the oil well. Uh, things also they were monitoring with rate integrating gyro. Everything was, you know, whatever is possible. 200 people with ball bearing technology alone were working in the uh, in the Draper lab at that time. That was called in those days MIT Instrumentation Lab. And the it old textile building. And then all these things are uh, on test. But when I went there, you know, the reception, they checked and then because my ID, everything, you know, they have, nothing can be taken and all those things are there. Then they finally said, oh, this is all oh, from Israel, you know, <laughs> you see the point. So, they are cousins, but we are nowhere. So, this is, so the thing is, whatever is being done in one continent, it may be somewhere else also, it may be reflecting, but unfortunately for India, we have, the carousel cannot be opened in India. Air India workshops at Bombay, Santa Cruz, the engineer-in-chief cannot open it. It has to be sent back to US. There is a fault. Even the, our, you know, the data recorders, which are after the post-accident, it cannot be decoded in India. So these kind of things are there. That is, without understanding, People have accepted it. That is what I would say. So this, I think, the but the, at the same time, the I will give you the other example. In '74, we had the umbrella agreement. I said with France, and then we went to, you know, the we had the after the site experiment, satellite installation television experiment. The leftover assets on the ground were modified for the step. Symphony Telecommunication Experiment Project. That is, Symphony was the French telecom satellite. And then subsequently, OTS, Orbital Test Satellite, was to be being built by ESA. So, the that time, we were as part of the working group set up under the umbrella agreement. I was member of two, launch, launcher side and also on the satellite side. So, I was actually sent as team leader for the Adaptation of Symphony and also OTS for India, India's satellite requirement. So we have been to Engines Matra and also the Aerospatial. <laughs> During that time, 
one morning we are not familiar with french language much so the that morning we just reached the uh, you know engines matra plant and then at the entrance itself they welcomed us and hugged us and then they said you know uh, india is going to do it we never thought that you know you are just come for a picnic here but you now you are so serious that we understand then they showed the laman you know the french newspaper the you know headlines india's pokhran test so you are going to do it you know this one message just one event how it changes the mindset of people and then the evening we went to the city or where we were staying and the you know in the night dinner time we went to a table and then one person from usha you know the sewing machine company you know he had come and he just introduced himself and then what what far we are come and all that then while talking is that till that week he didn't succeed in getting any orders for his machine but the moment this came this flashed news on pokhran they said they are mastering technology we are placing order on you so the kind of thing you know whether it is touching the common man or the high tech it is material but the events of this kind trigger mindset change i think that is very very important but at the same time in the same place algamana zaitun there was a cartoon you know with a indian poor indian fellow with you know the belly empty belly it has no food and with a small bowl in his hand he has got an atom bomb in his hand so that is the way the germans looked at it at that time so i know both guys learned german language earlier so i knew the way they interpret things so each continent has their own way of interpreting but in the american way what i would say once you are committed they think that you must take it whole heart you know full full steam you move forward and then complete it i think that is one important thing to learn but i think wrongly we are cloning mit caltech and the stanford in india in government institutions now that culture cannot come because the mighty boston was the citizens met and then they said our you know our wards shall be educated in a different way you know this kind of one liners that only set the motivation for the mighty boston to come and blossom in the east coast and then it produced dr terman who was hired by l stanford for starting the stanford university time and then he made it the silicon valley was born out of dr terman terman got his phd from mit boston so this is the kind of thing which and the caltech is very similar this citizen they felt that we shall do differently so this is i think no indian institution can never come in the whether it is top 10 or top 40 or 50 or 100 or even 1000 because it is only you only have to put your own you know advertisement nothing great can be achieved by this kind of people without understanding that is the community at large is driving you not the other way 
you know they are not test masters that kind of thing is not there i think the society is really very very broadly based and the people who really drive those institution and they have much long range vision so this what i think we we'll have to think of so i would say that europe i always salute french people because the french have way of you know uniting you know the various groups who are not necessarily uh, talking to even each other when isa was formed or aryan space was formed they were in the drying seat and even today they are in the drying seat so the they are a big competitor for the boeing also you know transport aircraft so they also have the thing and will you believe that the with 60000 manpower aerospatial is one of the largest government controlled industry 78% of french industry is government owned that is not understood here our hl has got also equal number of people maybe but we don't have that kind of possibility to generate wealth out of the ideas generate markets world over and also do timely service and innovate continuously that innovate continuously is missing means then you will be always uh, you know a follower so this where i think the european model is uh, i always used to tell that if american or russian you know they, they used to do it two stage launcher uh, europe will do with the three stage and india will do with four stage because of our material technology or the all our design optimization many things we miss out in the beginning and we don't have the infrastructure to support anything today elon musk everybody is quoting but the knowledge and wisdom acquired through you know almost decades of work by nasa programs is now feeding him the people with the mature experience people are available materials are available and technology has advanced in many areas so he is putting together this kind of thing so this where i think the i go back to professor itagawa that he says, you know he used to have one thing called the systems research institute but the watchword was the for japanese industry what he did that is the organized creative technology you know oct that is if you put five specialists in the same discipline nothing will get done and if it is uh, five different discipline people coming together in a team forming they can question because i may not know enough aerodynamics i can always ask i may not know enough electronics somebody may clarify all these things are possible only there is respect for mutual respect two specialists will never respect each other that is the way you know even not alone in india world over it will be like that so this where i think other than uh, and they will very diplomatically couch the language but doesn't produce wealth in any sense so this i think one important lesson which you have to see when we are saying the globally space is growing thousands of small satellites are going to be launched and all that the point is the younger generation has to experience that mindset change and the funding people should also get that mindset change and the education system should respond otherwise it is very very difficult yeah. okay
It's very interesting that you mentioned about this four-member team visiting U.S. and the LinkedIn laboratory around the time that you did. And I did read some very interesting research papers that also looked at, you know, this visiting from ISRO scientists during the time of the U.S. civil liberties, you know, Martin Luther King kind of time. So what was your account in terms of you know, your cultural experience that you got from the U.S., were there any kind of, you know, discrimination or anything that you think that you faced by being there? Or, you know, were you treated equally like any other scientists would be treated in that sense? It'll be interesting for historical account's sake to get this kind of an insight from you. No, basically, you see, what you say, the racial discrimination, you see, when we landed in Boston and then we have to hire accommodation no, for a short time, for four or five months. You know, the campus uh, a person comes along with us and then they will take us to maybe landladies, okay, because those places, you know, mostly they only uh, give rooms for the people for a short period. So they will first look at, you know, say first of all our English is not understood by them directly. <laughs> One is... We are like a rapid fire, you know, go on talking, but we, they may not be able to uh, understand what we want to communicate. That is one. Then our gestures also, you know, whether we uh, change our head uh, front and back or left and right, okay, whether it means yes or no. From that point onwards, it's a cultural, you know, that is the kind of thing. Then the second is, you know, even in Washington, it happened that uh, one of our person from our space appeal center, he was just married. They went and then looked for uh, accommodation. But the, it was difficult for initial, no, for a few days, they have to stay in hotel. Because that will always be there because, you know, one is language and the other part is the cultural difference. And the other thing, the people who have settled there, they are not necessarily in top decision-making places, except Sundar Pichai and all, no, no, you, Nadala, you will hear all those names. But the point is, they are the highest paid servant of the company. So, if they make a mistake, okay, they will have to go, they know that thing, no. So, that is quite possible. So, that's, in that sense, it is not, but in the university system there, if you see in the entire you know, Washington area, I have seen on there is Howard University for Vietnam War veterans, you know, mostly the black people, they used to uh, come back and then they have to be educated for some different skills. So I have seen that place also. And the same thing with uh, other universities in Washington City, Johns Hopkins. I have gone, met a lot of people. But what we would say, 40% of NASA is Indians and all, it is okay, but you are at the, what level you are, you know, fifth level or sixth level, if you are sitting, even the Balram, Bob Balram, now the Mars helicopter, he is in the team, IIT Madras, okay, I am also alumni, alumni of IIT Madras, so I congratulate him also. But the kind of things that will be difficult for everybody to come to that level. To get acknowledged, you know, accomplishment has to be saluted by somebody means it, it requires a lot more effort in those countries. And the other part is on the tenure professors, 
you will see in universities many people are there in the process but they are not necessarily earth shaking people they they come once in a year to india sabbatical or to you know they also talk to many of our institutions guy yeah, accommodated them many when i was in anaiyusha vice chancellor you know i have got many many people from us because those who are college of engineering hindi world students they out of reverence they come and then they want to see which hostel they stay they want to donate some library books or some lab equipment all those things i have seen but the same time if we see the we also had people from uh, you know iran and uh, iraq as uh, through the embassy they used to send students to an university their institute of remote sensing and all we had the students so the but they, between them there will be difficult you know because iran and iraq always at uh, lagerets so the campus we had problem but the people when they go to ethiopia or in zimbabwe our own analysis process are gone and they are well respected no no issue even in israel many people have gone for you know technion and all that they have got assignments they worked there for one year two year so this is not a problem but i would say that the the you know my going to anna university you are not told about that it was in 96 beginning yeah i got the chance you know i was invited for the vice chancellor post there so three years i served there that is one of the largest technical institutions in the country in asia also you can say and 6000 students and 500 research scholars almost 600 faculty and then 1600 administrative staff is one of the large and then 25 departments when i went there 35 research centers now it has almost gone to close to about 90 and odd research centers and also the 55 programs undergraduate and postgraduate anything on the cutting edge we had programs there that is environment studies with germans and also with the uk we had the ocean engineering related things and we also had the with the, you know cadcam center with the seaman support and we also had the foundation engineering and other other things steel structures and the urban planning with japan so whole world was actually working you know our people were there in italy the crystal growth center people were actually working for the you know the silicon solar cell sitting in italy so the our own research scholars have gone what they made here the x-ray goniometer they didn't have here so they have to go and then slice it and then make the device so the but we also you know like the typical indian way, we called it as anna cell the anna university solar cell but uh, very, you know naming the baby before it is born so we are notoriously known for this kind of things but finally the anna university built satellite that launched anusat much later five six years later after my leaving so rajarana pand all that at that time he was in mit campus andalai professor and he was doing that so the but we worked for the entire state the state remote sensing center the ground water you know the gray zones there is no water availability at all and then potential areas where borewells can be dug 
and also the other things you know the modernization of the irrigation tanks 39000 irrigation tanks were there in tamil nadu long back karnataka 42000 or so but this rejuvenating them the japanese government seven tanks are entrusted to anna university center for water resource so that we succeeded in a great grand model and then there is one kedar tank model that is the kedar is the village and that is now world over it is known as one of the pioneering experiments by networking with society water user cooperative cutting across race religion all the other things community and then sharing for profitable for the common common good that has happened so the yield sugarcane yield tripled and then they also put some small proportion of that money for the improvement of the infrastructure for road farming schools the veterinary hospital public health primary health center and all that type of thing so one evening between 3 to 10 pm 3 pm to 10 pm we were there in that village you know everybody talking in the native tongue and then saluting the people the field work our phd scholars are actually in the field and they are thank and finally on the sankranti or the pongal day they came to the seven tanks you know all the people they all came with the produce whether it is sugar cane or the paddy everything and then finally the turmeric and other things they grew and then had a grand feast in the center for water sources thanksgiving of a different kind so i am touched by this because when uh, i got this offer i met prof davan he said you may think that you have done the wonders of the world but now we just step a little out and go you see the abysmal gap that has to be closed the abysmal gap that has to be closed so you go and then come back as a wise man you know this what actually the advice which he gave before i left and took that job so the you know there were sometimes you know disappointments also our tie ups with japan and australia then we also had with germans and american university canadian university everywhere our research scholars are going because of this linkage and their people are coming to india also so that is mutual benefit we have established so that is the education scene how it can be done by somebody who has not been a regular professional teacher in the university how you can transform i think that is also to be taken as one of the positive things of the isro are doing things <laughs>